0: Just this weekend, God told me receiving, not striving, and the beauty of that is, you know, if it's my way, my agenda, my energy, I have to strive to perform to make it all happen versus letting go of the reins, letting God take charge, and then receive all that I need. It's a profoundly different uh, approach, and I get there in kind of two-degree shifts, and it feels restful. I can receive and I can depend rather than self-sufficiency. So I'm excited for where that's going to go.
1: Friends, it's Morgan and welcome back to another episode and another series of the Become Good Soil podcast to kick off this new year. My sense was this series would be well-timed. I sat down, it was such a joy and a privilege and honor with several groups of men over time that all are kingdom apprentices that have received much and are now offering out of what they've received in this deep work of apprenticeship. And all of these men helped risk the beta testing of launching the Becoming a King retreat, which as hopefully most of you know, is the Become Good Soil intensive we offer in Colorado and offered in Australia by video session for men to host in their local areas. What I love about this three-part series is you hear the heart of men who have said yes over time, who have made the two-degree shifts, have taken the risks to practice courage, to become curious about their own lives, what God's doing, how they impact those entrusted to their care. They're doing the work of becoming whole, becoming true. And as an integral part of that process, they are offering it to other men. And so the Becoming a King retreat is one of our uh, most effective tools we've put out that we're offering for free to all of you to lead in your world. So please understand there's no prerequisite for this offering. Any man who's thirsty, as you'll hear from these stories, this is a possible on-ramp for those that want to go deep. And we've taken the intensive and we've curated pieces of it to make it a first event opportunity. And so even the story group element, we make it where it's, it's simply a low bar of a fellowship of men. In a small intimate environment to honor each other by hearing each other's stories, receiving them in love and then offering prayer for each other. And so that's just an example of how we've taken the Becoming a King content and made it available as we do through the intensive as a four day immersive experience for first timers or for deep disciples. It's all free and it's meant to be hosted by men like you in your world. There's two ways to do it. You can do it as a public event where we promote it on our sites. We promote it on Become Good Soil, on Becoming a King, on Wild at Heart. And we tell the world about your events and men will find you as you'll hear in these stories. We had an 82 year old man come to a Becoming a King retreat. He was deeply impacted. We had a 20 year old Two year old man that Googled men's ministry because he was hurting. And it was a first time event. He had never been exposed to a lot of Heart. The stories go on and on. And we want to invite you to be a part of it. So you can do it as a public event that we promote. You can do it as a private event where you take an existing fellowship or an existing community and you invite them into the experience. But either way, The spirit of this three-part series is to let you hear their stories, let you be encouraged by their apprenticeship, and also be strengthened by the work they've done to risk offering to men entrusted to their care. And so this is episode one where we'll hear the stories of these men, and I invite you to immerse yourself in their lives and let God speak through their lives, the Holy Spirit, to lead you with curiosity of how would God allow you to receive in ways they've received, to become in ways they've become? And how would God perhaps be inviting you to take the same sort of risk to host a Becoming a King retreat in your sphere, in your kingdom, in this year ahead? Find out more at becomingakingretreat.com. Let's jump in. How did you end up here? Like, Ray, like w- w- how'd you end up on a podcast for Become Good Soil about a becoming a King retreat? Um, just give a little bit of orientation of, of how this happened so people can know you a bit.
2: Hmm. John and I have been at the same, our whole path is very, very similar. Um, same boot camp. And the same intensive. And I want to start there with a the boot camp because I know it's a little bit of a uh, kind of prologue, but isn't it all prologue? Uh, <laughs> um. So, a friend of mine uh, is a similar friend, mutual friend of Morgan's. And I had mentioned that I was heading to a boot camp in 2015. And I thought maybe he would just share that I'm coming. I had no idea he would share a very intense story between who is now my wife and I. And my first moment with you, Morgan, was there in 2015. And our first moments together was like, I picture it, I was trying to think about the right words for this. And what came to mind was like a Marine that could drop down and rip off a thousand push push-ups or swim two miles in the ocean. Someone who's trained in the quiet spaces as someone who trained in that secret life. And that's how you prayed over me, Morgan. My very first time I ever met you, you brought this training of strength over me in your prayers for me and and my wife and now my family.
1: Mm.
2: And that was my first moment. Like, what does he have? Why does he smile like that? What's behind those eyes? I want more of that. And just a little bit, what was interesting when I come to learn, there was a lot more history at that boot camp than I realized because my first iteration through all that and getting to know you more again and understanding who you are you were filling in if i'm not mistaken for craig on the white stone oh wow yes okay and when you were speaking at that session it was just there's life here but there's strength and i kind of came into it in, in terms of assuming the strength and power right you and the whole team um the power is just assumed in a way that is is good. Um, running incredible amounts of miles, ripping off um, incredible bike rides, swimming, arrowing animals, butchering meat—all of this power that I was in awe of—and I had my guard up because of the history that I had with men. And but I kept my eye on you, Morgs, as many of us do, and we're watching. And we were seeing how you smile and how you move and how you navigate and how you deal with, with the good and the bad. And I wanted more of that. And so I dug in and I found the intensive and I found BGS become good soil. And so that's how I got connected into the intensive. Me and John read that John Knapp here on the call. We were on that same boot camp, same intensive, same story group just knew that he and I needed to be in lockstep with who we are together in this message to have a sage that would come alongside me and just let me just most days, John, I think it's me just venting about some bad Kings and and Queens in my professional (laughs)
1: life.
2: (laughs) But like I mentioned earlier, um, You and I have stayed connected because of the technology piece. I thought it would look way different. I thought it would be something I could go down the street and open the door and and grab your hammer or grab your lawnmower. You come grab a rake for me. It doesn't look like that, but it's more powerful than I ever thought it would be because that we are connected with this message in the power of the spirit led by you, Morgan, and your team. Mm. And so i end with this little anecdote about my intro is, um, so my guard was up because of the men in my life, in my past life. I've done a lot of church leadership and I've done a lot of leadership and hurt by men, good men and and frankly, bad men. And for me, I got taken out in a good way by the father through kindness. So Mm. there's a lot we're going to talk about the intensive. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, but the one piece that I so love was just message after message at the intensive or at this thin space up in the Rockies, just on this beautiful, beautiful area. And it was at the end when, and me and God have an inside joke about, you know, my timeline is not your timeline. And, and just because you're driving back from a trip or just because it's the end of the trip doesn't mean I'm done working in you. And there's a really special moment at the live intensive where you get to use power tools. You get to use a chainsaw and you get a rip through a piece of wood and a city slicker like me doesn't get to do that at all. And um, in my um, time to shine, I was so leery because, yeah. I mean, gosh, there's powerful men here. Don't screw it up, Chase, was the internal monologue. My chainsaw died halfway through my piece of wood. Wow. And Alex came alongside, Alex Burton on the team. That's okay, pal. Watch how I do it. Watch me and let's do it together. And that kindness and that smile, I mean, shout out to Jonathan, David and Melissa, his smile destroyed my religion. And, And the smile on you, Morgan, and the smile on the leadership, Team JD McHugh, and and that's kind of where I want to start with is that 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 smile, that joy, is from a deep place, and that's what I was after, and that's what I wanted more of, and that for me that live from the live intensive event, that moment to have the strength come mm. side and say it's all right, pal,
1: we got this together. Mm. Oh, Chase, it's so good. We use that city slicker trailer in becoming a king retreat where. The wife says to Mitch, who's turning 40, you need to go to the mountains and get your smile back. And I mean, that's just what you're describing. And we even had one ally that in the second intensive we ever did, he, 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 he said, I got my smile back. And he actually now came as a facilitator in our most recent Become Good Soil intensive. And he's a, he's a transformed man over a decade. So beautiful. Ryan, John, a brief intro of how in the heck you got here.
3: You you know, I I found uh, Wild at Heart and Becoming Good Soil Online, Morgan. Um, Long time ago, kind of started watching from a distance. uh, Looked at a lot of videos online, looked at a lot of teaching online and uh, came to the came to a basic in, in 2015. And two years later, you invited me back to come to an intensive as a facilitator. And um, I want more.
1: Yeah, John, there's so few elder men for us younger men to look up to that are helping recover that ancient path saying it's worth it. And there's a way of impossible possible. Ryan, how about
0: you? Yeah, for me, it was a wild uh, story where in 2014, I'm in knots and I'm not fun to be around again. And my wonderful wife gives me a plane ticket to Lake Tahoe saying, you need to spend some time with God and then I'll come up for the weekend. So I read Father by God. And in the back, there's like a website and it's not just some guy writing books. And there's a boot camp in Texas, and it's the only one y'all have ever done. And I showed up uh, by myself, hungry, in pain, thirsty, and it was phenomenal. And I started learning to hear the voice of God for the first time and applied for the 2016 intensive. And by the grace of God in your application process, <laughs> you saw enough of uh, my hunger and that it was ready and on time. And, uh, and I didn't even know what I didn't know, but um, I was able to attend and it was uh, life-changing. Hmm. And um, I left there with just the hunger and the passion to just bank it all on what you're teaching because everything prior to that was just dead wrong. Yeah. You men are rare because
1: what you've done is taken what's offered to every man. Like the father is always at work. It's one of my favorite scriptures. He is always at work and he's always orchestrating a, a ever present doorway back to the narrow road. You know, as we all know, Chesterton said, every generation loses the gospel and every generation is charged with its recovery. And so while at heart, becoming a king, become good soil is simply what's been entrusted to our care for the recovery of the gospel in our generation. And we feel uniquely anointed to invest in men who are leaders in other realms. So we feel our, our anointing is very organic it's not creating franchises. It's it's loving and investing in men, living authentically, engaging authentically, helping men be transformed so they can transform the lives of others um, in what God's invited them to steward. So you guys have all alluded to it. We had WaterHart boot camps for many years, one in one only in Texas and one in Georgia, but Wales and UK and Australia and Hawaii and and most of them were in Colorado. And we launched that by video session called the Harp Basic and entrusted it to men like you, just all around the globe, to say, it's it's yours, run with it. And then the intensive followed as the become good soil deep dive, the the real deep apprenticeship. A long obedience in the same direction to do the slow and steady work of becoming a son, becoming a warrior, becoming a generalist in the the ordinary everyday fabric of life, become the kind of wholehearted kings that God finds immense joy in entrusting the care of his kingdom. And we're now 12 years into offering the intensive, but it's the first time we've offered that now by video session in the same way we did basic to men like you to bring a deeper dive into your world. So you all uniquely were part of different Becoming a King retreat um, beta test groups. So for you, John and Chase, you were the same one with four. Ryan, you were at a larger gathering um, on the West Coast, off the West Coast. On an island. Um, but all of you have unique experiences that I don't have because I, I have never attended a Becoming a King retreat. So, in that spirit, I would love to hear on behalf of the men listening, what was it like for you to offer it? What what are some of the stories or experiences you had in a way that it um it helped bring? Healing and restoration to other men, and also how it helped bring it to your own soul, and and how the becoming a king retreat was actually a next piece of your masculine initiation. Can you just can we swap some stories on that?
2: I just want to name, really quick, over these retreats for myself, from experience, and some of the other men I've talked to there's a slight twinge or maybe even a smaller spirit of diminishment or, or, or disqualification or um, less than when they think, first of all, who am I to step into something like this and receive it? And second of all, I'm just going to name it. It's not the retreat in person from, the Morgan and you know the team speaking to me in person. The enemy wants to come after you and say, this isn't, this isn't the retreat in person. This isn't the event that you go to, that you go have this, you know, mountaintop experience. So don't do it. And I just want to name that and just cut it off in the name of Jesus right now, because I experienced more power with John and us in a cabin doing this retreat plug and play style than I did in 2017, Mm. because the father is growing. I am the vine. You are the branches. And the father is always growing. And what he did that manna in 2017, sustained me then, but it's not the same. That was in 2022. And it was powerful because we were all four together and you get that time together to invest in each other. Those are your crew. That's your squad. That's your group. And and I love it because it's so intimate and it's availability of the spirit to say, if you're willing to come alongside and do this, I'm going to show you myself in a real way. That's what the father said as I'm driving there. And then, of mm. course, he just blew our mind. And I, so I, just for me, that first of all, I just want to just dis- disentangle that. Just get that away from your mind. That's not from the father. That's not what he has for you. He has so much more if you're willing to consent to the slow and steady. I mean, just as for context, I heard you talk 2015, the new name, right around this becoming a King retreat, seven years, I got my new name. Wow. And and it was still centered in the same message with this same group of guys with with John and a couple other like-hearted men in that setting that over this past year of 2022, that name has been given to me again and again and again. And the father is saying, pray and see and watch and watch how I do it for seven years. And so then in that intimate group, as a a seven of us, I mean, all we had was some wood to burn on a fire. John provided the cabin, some whiskey and a TV. And it was just unbelievable that if you just open your heart to what the father's up to, he will come for you in ways that you be ready for.
1: Mm. Well, Chase, I hear the accessibility of it, right? Like you said, John opens up a cabin, you have a campfire, have the videos, like y- y- tr- the scriptures say, travel light, you are the equipment. I just, it's Jesus's kind, provocative invitation to his disciples, like to really risk belief. It doesn't take much other than a very courageous heart, which can't be discounted, right? Because you guys have done the work to say, this is life. I, I want life. And, and I I'm all in. And so I love hearing the power. Like you said, it's even more powerful because you are on time with what God's doing in your initiation. and, And now you're not just taking my word for it. You're living it, right? Like Eugene Peterson says, when we're old, the Bible should become autobiographical. When people ask, what's your story? You should be able to hand them the Bible and say, this is my story. Like, I just get moved thinking I can't wait for that to be more and more true about me. It's so good. John, Ryan, how about you guys?
3: I just want to say from the, from the facilitator's part, it's extremely easy. Um, basically you just have to have the equipment and invite the father there. Uh, if the father's there, whether it's live or or on audio video, um, it's going to be a phenomenal event. Mm. And with the size of the group, with only four of us there, it was we were we were all vulnerable, and it was pretty intense. Yeah. It was an intense intensive.
0: <laughs> it's so holy. I think, uh, trusting in God's really important. Um, if you are walking with God and you feel led to apply to the Colorado intensive, great. You're going to go when God wants you to go. If you are led to uh, attend or put on a becoming a King retreat, well, great. God is a hundred percent in that. And so God will give you what you need, no matter which context. And I definitely agree with the lie of it's not Colorado, it's not the same, but it's God through you, Morgan, either in Colorado or in the recorded from Colorado in the Becoming a King retreat. And so God's going to use that. And um, I, I think, yeah, like you said, Chase, you just got to break that lie. I've seen guys um, receive their new name I've seen them rush out of the room, led by the Spirit, and had profound encounters with Jesus, just like attending the live events. There really is no difference. Um, And for facilitators, if you pray and you get the green light, then you're meant to be there. There's something that you have to offer, and you really just need to try to offer in prayer for what the man needs in the story group you know it's not you it's not your encouragement it's not your advice it's what you're hearing for the man and just risk and just go with it and know that God's in it and um you know it's an honor it's an honor to be able to offer what we've received and 7 years ago i hadn't heard the voice of god i had no category for that and then god's you know shown up every time and is now using me to be able to offer to others.
1: So I'm curious, you guys, we're, we're really featuring two different becoming a King retreat experiences, John and chase. You had one, Ryan, you were a part of another one. And just like water Heart basic, we've seen this in every form. We've seen this offered with 55 guys. We've seen it offered as a public um, offering where anyone can come and we advertise those. We promote those heavily on Become Good Soil and Wild at Heart. We've seen them as a private group where people just take the resource and go with an established fellowship. And both are are welcomed, encouraged, blessed. So uh, John and Chase, you guys have a unique perspective of it's a loose fellowship that was already established and relationships that were were there. And then Ryan, you know, you had the unique uh, perspective that there were some new guys, right? There was guys showing up that you didn't know and they didn't know other people there. So I'd love to hear a bit on what did it do uniquely for a fellowship of men that have miles together? Like what, what did it sort of like launch or put in motion or strengthen? And then Ryan What do you notice for guys that are coming, just taking the risk of like, man, I barely signed up for this. Like this is out of the box just to come to a men's event, let alone take a deep plunge. Cause those were really different versions of the becoming a King retreat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's really important to name because, um, you can't, it's not, it's not one size fits all. And that's what makes it so accessible. I love the word accessible because right now our world is so busy and my former chimney sweep, which we'll let you know what that means at another time. But (laughs) I learned that people watch TV with three to four screens going at once. And so just the amount of information and the amount of, ways people are grabbing at your attention, to have something like this, this accessible, and that can fit several different molds, is pretty impactful. And I would definitely perk up if I heard that. And I would say, okay, let me let me hear a little more. And so to answer your question more specifically, um, for john and I, um, I mean, we're, we're, we're texting treaty, usually once a week, which means, you know, I need you, pal, I need you to step Mm -hmm. up right now. Um, John and I had a very intense call last week about helping him through some, some things. And, and like I said before, him helping me through some things. And in that group, just that launching forward, what's that doing? It's giving us boldness to fight for each other. It's giving us boldness to step into our strength. Because this world does not want strong, like-hearted men united under the fellowship of the King. And it gives us the permission to step into that and to have the tools and resources to do it with power and kindness.
3: Mm. It's really well said. I think, Morgan, that um, the becoming a king, even though it's addressing younger men, we're all at different stages in our life. And every time we hear it, something impacts us differently because of where we're at and that in our life and so i think that whether you're 40 or 80 there there are things that you're going to pick up and things that you're going to learn that are going to help you in your walk so it doesn't really matter um where you're at it's just that you come yes that you come
1: Yeah, it's really good. I hear you saying that the Father really honors the, the thirst and the consent to say, here I am, right? Here am I, send me from Isaiah, where I'm showing up as I am. I'm accepting God's acceptance of me and the radical invitation to believe that I'm on time. I'm on time. I remember, Chase, when I landed in Nebraska and got to be with you and visit your world, and just the joy of me, you, and Bart knowing, like, we're all just brothers being apprenticed. And in this day, on this moment, we get to share a Reuben together. We're on time. So just to take that risk, and and I love that, John, to say, wherever you are, if you're a man that is consented to masculine initiation, you have something to receive and something to offer, and this is a vehicle to get that done.
3: Absolutely.
0: From the attending perspective, I would say, if you're alone and going by yourself, I'm proud of you, way to risk, God's in it. And there's actually a gift of being anonymous because you don't know anyone there. You can be wrecked. You can lose it and you can have like intimate time with God. And that was the first experience I had. Um, If you are going with guys you know well or kind of well, it's nice to have people that can pray for you during the event and maybe process during the breaks. But when it comes time for story groups, you're going to be split up anyway, right? Um, You're probably going to be anonymous in the story groups. Um, And from a facilitating perspective, if you're with your band of brothers and you're putting it on, like that means a lot um you get to offer together the life and the miles that you've lived together and and you get that experience and if you're like me where you met someone who felt led to invite you and then you felt total diminishment and disqualification who am i to parachute in with these you know sages um what do i have to offer But you got to break that off, like Chase said. And then when you discern and you get the green light, you just got to trust. But when you get there, know that you are a band of brothers for that mission and don't treat it like you're a mercenary Hmm. where you're just there to serve or you're just there for your story group. It's the whole experience where everyone offers, everyone receives. And yeah, you're to love on those men. But you need to, um, use some of the downtime to come together as a facilitator group and check in for each other's hearts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think Ryan, you're pointing out something really important that, you know, we made this it's infinite and how you can offer this and you walk with God. And if all you have in your world right now is you're on your own and there's a handful of guys you'd like to reach out to, you can do this on your own. But our strong invitation is find an ally, find another man, find a group of men that will link arms to say, shoulder to shoulder, we're taking this risk together because there's so much that happens, as you said, just even in the nuances of of risking together as men and living in such a way where God has to show up or, or your host, because then he does. I know for me, I, I very recently served at another retreat that I, it was another organization. I wasn't in charge. I was just a guy on the team and had the privilege of hosting, facilitating some story groups and just to have a fresh immersion in watching God show up for other men and getting to be a witness in a, in a active participant. I was so strengthened. I could just feel this like buoy, like, you know, when you're trying to hold a buoy underwater and it just wants to pop to the surface. Like that's how my soul felt just inflated with this robust strength of God that the world beats us up. You know, I mean, this, you look at your marriage and your parenting and the news and you can feel disheartened, but to be in a place with a fresh revelation, God is at work. God is prevailing. He's the author of this story. And he has crafted a very particular place for me if I want it. But I have to say yes, afresh every day. And that's what it did for me to serve at, a, at another man's retreat. I strongly recommend it for that reason. Um, let me ask you guys one more question as we come near a close I invited you on this conversation because you're all saying yes. You're all saying yes to God. And I'm curious just to give a bit of visibility in your own story from all things become good soil from maybe an intensive that you attended recently to a Become Good Soil podcast that you listen to, an alumni roundtable you've been on, something from your Becoming a King retreat or the book. I'm curious if you can access, what's something fresh in this message that God has challenged you with, raised in you, invited you to explore What's something in your masculine initiation that's real time that um, God is bringing to your attention because of this message?
0: Just this weekend, God told me receiving, not striving. And the beauty of that is, you know, if it's, My way, my agenda, my energy, um, I have to strive to perform, to make it all happen versus letting go of the reins, letting God take charge and then receive all that I need. Mm -hmm. And it's a profoundly different, uh, approach. And I get there in kind of two degree shifts, but that's just something fresh, um, and inviting, and it feels restful, right? Like I I can receive and I can depend rather than self-sufficiency. So I'm excited for where that's going to go.
1: And that is so core to the masculine soul to understand that our strength through dependency is actually, you know, not it's not synonymous with the self-reliant life, um, but that strength through dependency to be... Our life to be organized around God and sustained by him is the safest place. Yeah, it's really good.
2: I have like four thoughts running through my head, just begging the Father to come for me right now in this. And I just love that, Ryan, what you just said, because it kind of helps me understand a little more my perspective on my story. Um. For right now, where I'm at, stepping into the becoming powerful. Um, That's been a, a thread on Become Good Soiled for a long time. And obviously, you've written pretty extensively about it, Morgan, and what the Father means for me to become powerful. I sort of walked away from my family lineage. I shut it down. I was afraid. I recently discovered that I come from a powerful line of people. Uh, We're the Moffat clan in Scotland. We were drunk and fought, probably caused William Wallace some consternation, but we did help Robert the Bruce. I walked away from the power of my family because I was so afraid of what had been done, the harm that had done to me. And when I I come back to the story of, of seeing the smile of you guys, of you, Morgan, and JD, and Alan, and McHugh, and you guys that are bearing your souls for us, either in person or at the Becoming a King retreat, the video session that you include there with those men that just line up to just impart onto us is unbelievable. It just shreds me every time because they're a little further down the trail. They're powerful men, very powerful, but the kindness and the smile and the joy, you cannot find that anywhere else. Mm. You cannot find that, unless that man has submitted to the father. The piece of the the intensive that we watched it twice in person. And then when we had our Becoming a King retreat, the horse whisperer scene breaking that horse. I was furious. I wanted to run. I was so mad because that's what I felt like. My life had been up until that point. People manipulating me and trying to break me. Mm. But it was only when I was able to submit and come with John, Nap on this call, and the other men, the other few men, in this cabin in Missouri and see that scene anew and hear the father whisper to me, I love you. I'm proud of you, but this is the only way. Hmm. I'm stepping into becoming powerful again. And I'm, and I promise you, it's the most incredible, scary, courageous thing I've done. Um, I've been a gym rat for as long as I can remember, but it's always been triathlon. No offense to my triathlon buddies. But it's a lot of stretching, um, a lot of long elongation moves, cardio. Today I was clanging and banging weights.
1: <laughs> Way to go, Chase!
2: These guys are looking at me, and I'm doing 20s on the dar- on the on the dumbbells. But I'm I'm
1: doing those 20s with my dad. Beautiful, so courageous.
3: Wow, Morgan. I think uh, something that uh, has come to me lately. It is, and and you've preached it all along, um, but this is a process. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. We have to submit to the Father. We have to follow the Father, and he will lead us in his time for his glory. Mm -hmm. And we can try all we want to circumvent that. But to be truly blessed and to truly walk with him, we need to trust Mm. in him and wait on him.
1: Mm. Yeah, John, I think it's a beautiful place to close because I've been really meditating on Oswald Chambers' teaching where he says the process is actually the point. Because if all of our life is apprenticeship and it's readying us for our real, true and full place in God's kingdom, then everything in our life is part of the process of our becoming who we're meant to be in our process of making our way home. So it's really kind to hear that from you, that all of it is process, that there's practice, that there's training, that our father is generous and kind, and he's the fuel behind all of it.
3: And I think that's why I said initially, it doesn't matter where we are in our walk to come in to become a good soil because you pick up where you're at and the father leads you forward from there.
1: So good. Well, guys, my hope is that through the courage of your stories, there are men listening all around the globe that would be willing to come with us in this launch of the becoming a King retreat and take a risk of the next step of offering um, their own version of this event to men entrusted to their care. It may be an established fellowship. It may be a public event that we can promote where they can just offer it generously to their community. Either way, with that heart in mind, I'd invite a few of you to pray. Um, If we could just pray for those men listening that uh, God would come and be the lamp unto their feet and a light into their path. Would you guys be willing to close us by praying for those men? Jesus,
2: Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead to defeat the enemy, to bring us life, is available right now. It's available today, and it's accessible. And for any man or his female counterpart listening who has a man in her life who would need this, I just pray right now we just, the scales would shed from eyes and ears. The walls would crumble around hearts even now. Father, that the decades of work that has been done to offer This treasure, it's all for the taking, it's all available. The same power is available right now. And I would just pray for those men, Lord, that you would just shred scales and and the walls and allow your spirit to penetrate deeply so that they can hear and understand and respond that this is life, this is it, it's not anything that's up to us. You say, come, son, come see how I do it. I will not put a yoke on you that is unfitting of you. I will not put a a yoke on you that I know you can't handle. And so, Father, with that in mind, I just, if there's the spirit of intimidation or diminishment or disqualification or anything that would block these men from stepping into this, we just break it in the name of Jesus. Yes, God and just your spirit move where they're at, even now, that they would respond, just respond with that courageous heart, with curiosity, and with a smile. You are writing this story right now, and you're writing all of our stories, and especially these men who are ready to say, yep, I'm ready to go. Choose me, Father. If it's a big group and I'm the only one, or if I've got a band of brothers that we need to step up and take it to the next level, You move in unique ways because we're all uniquely created in you. And so I just pray that hearts are ready to respond even now,
0: Father. Father, thank you for the recovery of the ancient path in our generation through this message. Thank you that these are ancient truths, newly recovered, and each of us is living them out. In the best way that we can. So we invite you afresh to come alongside us, to father us on our journey. We consecrate and we bless the Becoming a King video retreat in your name, in your authority. And we ask that you would move in it and through it because it's only by you and your power and your love and your glory in your kingdom, that this all happens. So continue to move through the men that you have to offer. Continue to move through the men that you have to receive. We pray that it would have a 30, 60, fold outcome in the months and years and decades to come. And Father, we ask that you would help us to consent, and to yield. Whether we're an alumni or whether we're going to and attend a Become Good Soil or a becoming a King retreat in the future, the invitation is always, will you yield? Will you consent? Will you let me lead? And so, God, we give you our yes, and we want to give you a louder yes and a deeper yes more and more over time.
3: Father, we just ask that you would call out a generation of older men who have walked this path, who have been true, who have been faithful unto you, and that you would give them the courage to stand up and to invite younger men into this message of walking with Jesus. We pray, Jesus, that you will Help those of us who are older to know who to call out. Help each of us, Father, to give, give us each, Father, a, a hunger and a thirst for you, first and foremost, that we could desire only to serve you and to be faithful for You to you. So we just thank you for this opportunity, Jesus. We pray that we can I'll be about your word and your work. And that we can call others into uh, your kingdom. Mm. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray, Father.
1: Friends, I hope that you have enjoyed the risk-taking that these men have taken. We're just getting started. We have two more episodes to go in this Becoming a King retreat stories from the front. My invitation to you in this pause as we wrap up this episode is what is God saying to you personally as a man, particularly in this new year? What is it through their lives is God shining light upon? And secondly, I want to invite every one of you to this challenge in this new year of what would it be like to risk attending or facilitating a Becoming a King retreat in your world. It can be three men. It can be some of your brothers that you do life with. It can be people you work with. It can be an established fellowship. It's infinite in its possibility of how to apply this content. But the invitation is this is a free gift for you to take into your world And it's step-by-step, it's choreographed, and it's all made available for the thirsty ones to reach out and change the world, healing one community at a time. Our hope is that it would inspire every man listening to this podcast to consider attending or facilitating a Becoming a King retreat in this next year. Find out more at becomingakingretreat.com. And so we stand with you, brothers. We bless you. And now to close this first episode of this series, let's take 90 seconds and listen in to the heart of God. And we'll see you on another episode of the Become Good Soil podcast.